Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Glass Eyes. Written by Matt Butcher. Narrated by Josh Curran. Lots of kids have imaginary friends. Self-designed, invisible playmates, created to fill the void when actual company isn't present. These strange and unseen creatures would attend make-believe tea parties and play soldier with young children who were still oblivious to the hell of war. Parents would watch with loving intrigue, attempting to deduce what these immaterial babysitters actually looked like. Were they animated teddy bears? Talking rabbits? Or something more? Unusual. My friend was Mr. Glass Eyes. Mr. Glass Eyes was always there for me. When my mother and father had to go to work all day, when father came home late, angry and stinking of beer, when mother would lock me in the cupboard under the stairs because she couldn't stand the sight of me, Mr. Glass Eyes had watched on with cold indifference as I'd stared hypnotised by the swaying form of my father hanging above the stairs by his neck, his face swollen and blue. Through the bad times, and worse, Mr. Glass Eyes was always there. At night, he'd lie under my bed and whisper secrets, horrible secrets to me. He told me of the faraway land that he came from, 
place so unrelentingly hot that all the ice cream in the world wouldn't keep me cool. Somewhere that smelled like eggs and where no one ever slept. It sounded like a strange place indeed. Soon after I'd found my father swinging like a nightmarish pendulum, my mother's friend Jeff began to come round. They'd take drugs and make strange noises in the bedroom until the early hours. Mr. Glass Eyes would just whisper a little louder, drowning out the sound as best he could. He was good like that. He was my friend. When I'd first told my mother about Mr. Glass Eyes, she slapped me so hard it felt like my cheek was full of electricity. Instantly, she'd recoiled and begun to apologize for the act, telling me to stop scaring her like that. She said that I was too old to be talking to imaginary friends, and it needed to not happen anymore. I told her that Mr. Glass Eyes wasn't imaginary, but she hadn't listened. She just held me tight and apologized for how much she said she'd failed me as a mother. One night, I had been deep in conversation with Mr. Glass Eyes when my mother had burst in to see who I was talking to. I smiled to her in the dark, and Mr. Glass Eyes chuckled in his deep, raspy laugh. She told me to stop making such horrible sounds and stormed off. Soon after, she'd taken me to see a child psychiatrist. Apparently, I was sick, and Mr. Glass Eyes was my illness. He didn't like being referred to as this, though. It made him mad. They gave me pills to take, but Mr. Glass Eyes told me not to. He said it was the pills that would actually make me sick. I'd spit them out discreetly where I could, or force myself to vomit them up when I couldn't. I had to. Mr. Glass Eyes said so, and he'd always had my best interests at heart. He was my friend. My only friend. My mother walked in on me throwing up the pills once and burst into tears. Mr. Glass Eyes had peered around the door to see what the noise was, and seeing my mother crying, began to let out that slow, raspy chuckle again. My mother had screamed at me to stop making that fucking sound before slamming the bathroom door shut hard enough to crack the mirror. Turning to inspect this newly formed divide in the mirror's reflective surface, Mr. Glass Eyes pointed with a long finger, one that didn't seem to bend at the joint as much as it curved like a tentacle, and chuckled the words, Mother's back, over and over again, like a skipping record. He'd got the saying wrong, but I didn't correct him, as he seemed to enjoy it ever so. The psychiatrist invited me to bring Mr. Glass Eyes to one of our sessions, perhaps in an attempt to prove to me that he was not, in fact, as real as I knew him to be. Begrudgingly, he had obliged the request. The psychiatrist couldn't see him, of course, but Mr. Glass Eyes said that was because he wasn't there for her. As she'd continued to reason his non-existence, Mr. Glass Eyes had viewed her with interest from the shadows. His eyes, like tiny twinkling marbles, had caught the fluorescent light's glare, illuminating the pinprick dots of red at their centre. I'd never seen these before, as Mr. Glass Eyes was always either under my bed or hidden away in the gloom, 
as I stared into those crimson dots, I was filled with such a flurry of emotions that I couldn't help but let out a yelp. What's the matter? The psychiatrist had asked, pen poised over her notepad, ready to scribble down my every word. Mr. Glasseyes had raised a serpentine finger to the thin slit that served as his motionless mouth and hissed a sound I assumed to be a shh. In the red glistened the chaos of a trillion years. It was every ounce of human hate and pain and suffering that had existed and was set to exist, condensed into two small dots, and I couldn't break my gaze away. Sensing my distress, he slunk back into the shadows, and I was able to finish the session in relative peace, though now my head was abuzz with questions. Later, Mr. Glasseyes rasped his apology from under the bed. I wasn't supposed to have seen what I had. It wasn't for the young to see. I'd asked him what it was contained in his little glass eyes, but he wouldn't tell me more. Only that he'd hoped I'd never have to understand. That night, the sounds coming from my mother's bedroom seemed angrier than normal, pained more than pleasurable. There was a colossal crashing, and then deathly silence that seemed thick in the air. Mr. Glasseyes' slow, guttural chuckle broke up the silence. Though it was dark, I somehow could picture him under the bed, pointing with his long, snake-like finger towards the mirror. Mother's back. Mother's back. Mother's back. He rasped from somewhere below me. I laid awake in bed for what felt like hours, unsure of what to do, before my bedroom door swung open. Light from the hallway burst through around the silhouette of Jeff. He was breathing heavily and held something in his hand. Your mum, he spoke through deep inhalations. She's had an accident. Mr. Glasseyes began to chuckle. This was the punchline to whatever sick joke he'd found in the cracked bathroom mirror. You stop fucking laughing like that! Jeff bellowed as he staggered through the door. The light caught his eyes, bloodshot and red, and the knife clutched tightly in his hand glistened. I hadn't protested. I didn't need to. I had Mr. Glass Eyes to protect me. Jeff picked up to an unsteady walk, and raised the knife in his shaking fist. There was chaos in his eyes, just like Mr. Glass Eyes, but I still didn't feel afraid. It was nothing compared to what I'd seen in those two red pinpricks. Jeff swung the knife down at me, point first, and sunk it into my shoulder. I felt the cold steel blade part the flesh and come to a grinding halt against bone. The pain was searing hot, a thousand times greater than the time Mother had hit me. Thick, dark blood began to creep around the knife's steel, and over my shoulder to soak into the sheet's fabric. I began to tremble as my body went into shock. I felt so cold, so alone. Jeff took a few steps back, seemingly sobered by his actions, and stared at me with wide, panicked eyes. Oh, God! He spoke in near whisper. He wasn't looking at me, though. He was looking at the figure sliding its way from under the bed. He was looking at Mr. Glasseyes.
What the fuck is that? Jefford screamed, falling over backwards into a sitting position. Hello, Jeff. Mr. Glasseyes rasped as his boneless, slender body shifted and warped until it towered over Jeff. I'm here for you. <laughs> Mr. Glasseyes' rounded face was like rubber pulled taut over a shot mannequin's head. His tiny glass orbs pressed into the eye sockets, lined up with Jeff's eyes, forcing him to stare deeply into the red horror within them. Jeff was transfixed, painfully hypnotized. He tried to pull his gaze away, but couldn't. His mouth opened in a silent scream, before he grabbed tightly at his chest and collapsed limply onto his back with a thud. What are you doing? I asked Mr. Glasseyes. Taking Jeff to the hot place, he rasped as he sunk his winding fingers into Jeff's facial orifices and began to pour himself in. Goodbye, child. Wait, I screamed, but he was gone. My childhood friend, the only constant I'd ever had, disappeared. For the first time I could remember, I was alone. I told the paramedics and the police what had happened when they came, but they didn't believe me. Why would they? Mr. Glasseyes hadn't been here for them. He'd been here for Jeff, hiding patiently under my bed for a decade, waiting for just the right moment. Perhaps I'll see him again. My imaginary friend, Mr. Glasseyes. Perhaps I'll end up in the hot place with him. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Mr. Glasseyes was written by Matt Butcher, narrated by Josh Curran, edited by Carl Hughes with music by Steve O'Brien and Tom Robson. So our first Kickstarter is alive. We're crowdfunding our first comic book about the post-apocalyptic luchador El Marvo, and you can grab the entire first issue for $1. So go to www.hawkandcleaver.com forward slash Kickstarter to be redirected to the campaign. Also, we want to know who the hell you are, so we're running a quick survey over at www.hawkandcleaver.com forward slash survey so we can figure out just who the hell listens to this show. Now, what's in it for you? Well, all survey entries will be entered into the next Other Stories signed print competition, so if you want to get an early foot in that door, and fill in the deets. Until next time. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.